0: up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com have you noticed that uber the world's largest taxi company owns no vehicles at all Um, facebook the world's most popular media owner doesn't create any content whatsoever and alibaba the most valuable retailer has no inventory okay maybe you take airbnb world's largest accommodation provider, they really do not own any real estate. That's interesting, right? Mm -hmm. Have you heard of the word or the phrase digital economy? Uh, Well, everyone seems to be going digital now. More than half of the world used the internet in 2020 and almost half of Africa used the internet in the same year. According to a McKinsey report, 77% of consumers will keep using digital channels after the pandemic to do business. Well, this whole digital or go home, no, go home or go, go digital or go home story didn't start today. It did not begin today. When Amazon started out as an online bookstore, some people thought that they were crazy, you know, to have such a mad idea. Less than two decades after, we're all taking notes and jotting things down and using them as an example, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Amazon has not just developed from being an online bookstore to cracking the e-commerce idea, um, but they also actively invested in things like cloud computing, digital streaming, artificial intelligence. You remember Kodak and maybe much recently BlackBerry, RIP anyways. Now, these will be used as lessons in business schools around the world to illustrate the consequences of trying to defeat tech development and trying to conquer the opportunity to go digital or trying to work against it. Have you ever wondered how IBM, for example, somehow find its way, you know, to staying relevant since the year 1911? Well, I'm not an expert in this space and I haven't developed any solution yet to back up these statements and, you know, these lofty ideas that I've talked about, but I've brought someone who has done so uh, to help you better understand why your business should go digital the founder and ceo of a platform that's making it easy for young people to start and grow successful online businesses called terminal africa who has half a decade worth of experience as a full stack web developer namdi oko will help us better understand what i'm talking about today welcome namdi how are you doing today
1: hi Sony. it's um i'm great thank you it's it's great to be here. I'm looking, looking forward to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of a, your, your intro was fantastic, but, um, you know, when you, when you said RIP to, um, who was it? Um, Blackberry. BlackBerry. Yeah, that, that was a bit spooky, but, um, I think, yeah, it's, it's the case for many businesses. And, um, yeah, I guess during the course of the conversation, we, um, we probably look look deeper into some of these
0: points. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I, I wanted to do one minute silence, but I, I thought that would be too dramatic, so I just I just <laughs> left it that way. Yes,
1: yes definitely.
0: So Nandi, recently in January twenty twenty two, Standard Chartered Bank um, mm-hmm. announced the shutting down of a lot of its offices or branches across Nigeria and declared its interest to go digital. That's what they said. Now this keeps coming closer to uh-huh. home around us here than ever before we thought it was a far off thing, like something that happens in the Americas, in you know Europe and all of yeah. that. But what does it really mean for a business to go digital?
1: Yeah. So I think, um, you know, that, that trend of, um, I guess, major banks closing branches is something that's actually been going on um, for more than a decade now. Um, I remember a couple of years ago as well in the UK, NatWest, NatWest bank was following a similar strategy, right. Where you know, customers weren't coming into the branches as much. And so we basically like, um, wasted costs. Right. Um, but, um, you know, I think looking at banks would be far off for many, um, you know, small businesses, um, that, that are probably listening mm-hmm. in. So mm-hmm. for, um, for smaller organizations, right. Um, going digital covers a lot of things, um, I mean, it's how you um, make decisions in your in your business. It's how you engage your customers or how they engage your business. It's how you manage your day-to-day operations. You know, how, how are you accepting payments? Um, you know, we work in the e-commerce space primarily. And so, you know, for us, that that also covers, you know, how you're managing your inventory and, and things like that. Um, but I would say the... Most important thing for any company, you know, big or small, um, that that wants to be digital, is your culture.
0: Huh. And
1: when I say culture, it's um, it, that 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 comes from the experience, right, of working with these guys. I think a lot of businesses then tend to think that you will buy using a digital payment platform, then I'm now digital.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, no, you're, you're partly digital. You you have a digital process for payments, but if you don't have the culture of, um, you know, wanting to drive the full benefits um, from actually accepting digital payments, then you, you can't be digital. Hmm. And the root of that culture um, goes back to um, why businesses wanted to go digital in the first place, and it's data. So I feel like businesses, a lot of people want to go digital, but they don't even understand the root of why you go digital. Which, which, you know, the founding principles is based on data. You know, you want to be able to make smarter decisions. Um, you want to understand what areas of your business you need to improve. So so at the, at the root... of all these things,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, you, you get the answers by looking at your data.
0: So at the root of... Uh, yeah, sorry, go on. So you mean at the root of going digital, at the root of the culture of going digital for a business is... Having having data and understanding the data as it works for the business.
1: Exactly. So you need you need data on your customers because when when you think about going digital, right, you're going to um, adopt some tools. You're going to change certain processes. But how do you know what processes to change? How do you know what tools to adopt? That insight should come from. The knowledge that you have on your customers, you know, the data on your customers. So I'll give you an example because I guess, yeah, the same abstract stuff just goes over people's heads, right? Mm-hmm. How we started doing um, what we do today, um, which is, you know, helping businesses move online. Uh, my brother and I were running a graphic design company um, a few years back, right? And we had data on our customers, right? Every time someone would come to us for a logo design, we would... Um, get their name, their email, and we'd also ask them for their websites, right? And, you know, at the end of one year, I think this was, about, this was in 2013 or so, we were looking at this data and almost none of the customers were putting in, like, the website URL for their website. And so it's like, do none of these businesses have websites. And instantly we knew that we could offer that as, you know, as a service, given that I had the skills to build websites. And so that's what I mean by making decisions of your data. Over time, we've constantly, you know, when it's come to, you know, not just adding a new service, maybe you want to um, expand to a new market, what market do you expand to? That insight should come from the data. And so it's it's really about the culture. And then once you have that culture, it's easy to adopt tools. Um, Because even when you, (laughs) you know, when we first started this, you know, offering the website service, you know, you you give someone a website, you give them all the tools that they need to actually digitize their process. And they won't do it because they didn't have the culture. They didn't understand why that website was important. So <laughs> I think culture is the main thing. The tools are nice, but if you don't have the culture, you, you never reap really the benefits of mm-hmm. actually having those those processes.
0: And And you're saying that this can actually... Work for every kind of business, or can this really work for every kind of business? Because I'm someone who probably uh, runs a small business where they maybe sell closings. I would say, well, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter, and I use um and I, I accept money digitally, so I I actually yeah. market you know digitally, and at the same time I collect payment digitally. Uh, can small businesses also um, do the whole digital switch thing too?
1: I think it's even far more important for small businesses. One, because now when you're coming into the market, you, know, you mentioned people selling on Instagram. It's not like back in the day that you know, you know know pre-internet, You know in the 90s when you were opening your business somewhere in Ireland. You're only competing with people in Ireland mm-hmm. that are selling the same <laughs> Now you're competing with the likes of Jumia, and you know there, there's so many mm. big players in, in space. So for you, it's even more important to be digital. Um, you know, When you think about different types of businesses, obviously it, it depends, right? It depends on the process that you're trying to digitize. So with e-commerce and, and retail, I'll say pretty much every aspect of your business should be digital in, in, if you're operating today. Um, you look at the very successful e-commerce businesses like Amazon and even down to um, the process of sorting products in the warehouse has gone digital. And it's, it's the reason why even at the scale that they're at, they're still so efficient and still able to um, drive maximum, maximum satisfaction for their customers. Um, when you look at maybe other sectors like medicine, now, you know, the stakes are higher like, right, um, you know, if you look at maybe a process where you're going to um, digitize prescriptions for, for drugs, right, that process would require a lot more scrutiny and have, like, significant impacts on the lives of people. So, you know, there, there might be a slower um, adoption of, your know, digital processes in, in fields like that. But in, you know, in the future, I don't see why even these sectors that now it seems, you know, more difficult to adopt digital processes won't eventually um, move, you know, transform as well because as technology improves, um, you know, it reduces errors, um, you know, the analysis gets better. And yeah, so I think in the long term, these processes will cut across pretty much every sector and business process, but, you know, Now, maybe not so much, but if you're talking about retail and e-commerce for small businesses, literally every aspect of your business should be digital as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, I'll I'll probably shed more light on that and...
0: Okay, let, let's shed let's more light on it. Let's look at small businesses. Okay. Let's look at um, the process, the payment, inventory. Uh, when you're saying yes. move digital, what exactly do you mean? Maybe some examples in the process, the inventory, the payments, and these all these um, areas of a particular small business.
1: Right. So are we, are we looking at the benefits or...
0: Let's look at the, what it means first. If you say, okay, if you're running your inventory um, digitally, this is what it will mean. This is what it means you'll be doing. Yep. If the process is digital, this is what it means yep. you'll be doing. Uh, these are the tools. These are the things you need to have to say, okay, now I have digitized the process, the payments, the inventory yep. of, of my business.
1: I think that's very simple. Um, if we're talking about, you know, like small businesses selling products, the easiest thing you can do is get the website, right? Even if you're not going to get the website, um, you know, there, there are many smaller products that, you know, smaller apps that help you manage your inventory. Um, the, co- the, the the reason why the website is the prominent solution, again, goes back to culture, right? If you're, so let's, let's take, for example, a small business. You mentioned these guys on Instagram, right? Okay, you're communicating with your customers on Instagram you probably have one tool for your payments, right? You probably have another tool that you use for email marketing. You probably have, um, you know, your payment records are in your bank if you're accepting bank transfers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you're using probably using a bunch of different apps and then how are you making sense of the data that you're generating? Mm. So you're using digital tools, but because you don't understand why you should be using those tools in the first place, you think it's okay to have your data on a bunch of different um, apps when really, if you had one website um, and you know all your data was aggregated in one place, it's very easy for you to drive insights from that data, which is the main point of going digital. You know, you're no longer operating in the dark and wondering, okay, what should my next step be? You have data and you can. Make decisions, off that data, measure the results of your decisions from same data. So when you change a process, you can measure the effects of your change by looking at the same data. And you know that's that's essentially what it moves to digital. So it's not just about using apps. Is also how easy um, it, it is for you to um, drive insights from from the tools you're using. So okay, let me let me give a more concrete example. Right, say you're selling products. Um, and you know, you have your payment information, you know, which we tells you what people are spending money on you know, mm-hmm. in your bank. You have your inventory, your inventory management solution, which maybe when someone buys from you, you go and update your inventory there. Now, at the end of the year or month or whatever, what are you going to do to know what is your best-selling product? A lot of businesses don't even know this. If you ask mm-hmm. them, they'll guess and tell you, oh, it's probably this product, but which one gives you the most value? You know, now you have to and combine inventory and then take data from your banks in one spreadsheet, you know, just, just chaos. I don't know how people <laughs> operate like this, but um, but yeah, it's just not, it's, it's, it's not an effective way. So when we talk about getting websites, which is something we strive to do at Terminal um, over the past couple of years is create, um, you know, whatever tool that you need, um, make it easy for you to access all these tools in one place, whether it's payments, you know, um, your product, um, inventory, logistics in a way that it's easy for you to make sense of the data as you transact. And I think that's the key part, right? So um, but yeah, for businesses, it's it's <laughs> it's more about the culture and not necessarily about the tools that you're using. The tools are a great start, but but you also need to start thinking about how you're going to drive insights from the data that you're, you're generating on all those tools.
0: Okay. For, for some small business owners who are still, you know, doubting uh, what benefits have uh, the small businesses who you've helped, um, said they have gotten from going digital.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'll, um, (laughs) there, there, there are five main benefits, right. Um, and I guess, yeah, the, the, main one is making money. Um, (laughs) it doesn't sound like that because you know, when, when people move online, they just expect the money to start falling from the sky. Like, oh, I have a website now, I should become Amazon. No, it doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. Even Amazon didn't become Amazon overnight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but the key thing with um, going digital is you can make money. You can make more money, right? Two, two days ago, right, I was talking to one of the first businesses that we actually put um, on terminal. And she was telling me how um, she's waking up to so many international orders. Right, um, she doesn't understand why it's coming. and we were just laughing about it. Right, um, you know, she's getting orders from countries she has never been in. Right, and she's not even marketing in these countries. But you know, the fact that she has um, over the past two three years, she has put in an effective, um, she has built an effective culture. Right, where her customers understand the benefits of you know actually placing their orders through a website. And you know, the, not only the benefits for them, but the benefits for her um, as, a, as a business. And you know she has built this over time. So now she's making money without even putting in additional effort. So that's something that you can actually do. They call it making money in your sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the other main benefits would be, and, and this cuts not just across, um, this, this is not just in retail, right? This is pretty much across any business that um, goes digital. It's things like saving time. So, um, you know, looking at the retail example, if you're in the DMs every day talking to customers, um, you know, oh, how much is this product? Um, You know, how long will it take to get to me? And maybe you're doing, you know, there's some big businesses in these DMs and and you're doing maybe 50 to hundred orders a day. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you the only thing you'd be doing is taking orders and shipping them out Mm -hmm. in your entire day. That's all you'd be doing. Because you're literally you're either on the phone talking to customers or sending messages, you know, and you don't actually have time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. okay. Um. So you know, you're you're basically not um doing the things that you should do as someone that's running a business. You're you're basically just doing the day to day. So compare that to someone that's that maybe has a website, right? Um you know, they, they, they barely have to communicate with their customers on things like price or how long it takes to deliver because all that information is there. You know, you have like frequently asked questions, which will pretty much for a new customer, it will answer all their questions and they can literally just pay, you, you know, nobody's coming to say, "Oh, these are screenshots from my bank, have you received it, have you not received it? You know, all, all that goes out the window. So it saves you time. The other thing is it reduces errors, okay? So that's, that's the second thing, right? Um, You know, for us, when we first started Terminal, right, I'll give you an example. The logistics service was not digitized. So when someone would get an order from their website, they'd go to like DHL or, you know, um, any of these like delivery platforms and have to manually enter the Mm
0: data.
1: And (laughs) that process, just that simple manual process, right, there were errors you know sometimes it led to packages being lost because you know you get the postcode wrong DHL take it to the wrong address and yeah there's just a lot of confusion right when we digitized that process um, you know we made it so when you get your order now as a merchant you could basically send that information to DHL in the exact way the customer um, provided it and you know they'd come to you and deliver your package now since we implemented that process zero <laughs> Zero errors in um, in address in you know that that exchange because now it's not someone manually putting in the information; it's going directly from the customers. Um, you know, and you know the third thing would be providing a rich experience. I can't emphasize how important this is. Um, and again, you look at. <laughs> I'm really sorry for going in on WhatsApp and Instagram here, people. But
0: fine, take your swipe. um,
1: You look at that experience, right? Yeah. Um, It's it's not there's nothing unique about that experience, right? It's it's not doing anything for your customer. Um, You know, they're not um, keen into your brand. You know, when when they're engaging you, they're not. um, You know, even how the, the process of how they let you know that, um, you know, how they provide feedback on your business. That's something that's very important, but imagine if you're having to ask your customers what they think about your business in each of these platforms, then you now have to, to even make sense of it. You have to aggregate it somewhere else, then, you know, it's it's not, the, the experience for your customer is not, um, it's, it's not optimal. Um, compare that to maybe someone that has um, a website like, like the ones we provide at Terminal, right? Um, when the customer places order online, the system immediately sends them um, you know, confirmation. So they're not wondering if their payment has gone through or not. As soon as it's confirmed, they get that notification, you know, you get a personalized text message from your business with a receipt attached. Um, and even when it comes to delivering the product, there's a unique experience there as well, because when you, as the merchant, ship that product, the customers can literally watch that product come to them. You know, they get the link to track it. And you know, you get the people that are really excited about the product they just bought. They could literally watch the courier. So nobody calling to say, please, where is this rider? Where is my product? All the information is there. They can track it, it comes to them. When they get their product, the system automatically asks them for feedback. You know, when they provide this info, it goes to your central repository. So it's, it's just, you know, it's a unique experience for your customer. Throughout that process, you know, it's your branding that, you know, the customer is visualized. So the value that that adds for your business is not obvious immediately, or over time it aggregates. And that's what we've seen merchants that have stuck through um, through that process. Um, And then yeah, the last thing would be like, um, like I mentioned before, is operating smarter. So over time, um, if you have a great digital culture in, in place with effective tools, you would be making smarter decisions um and every time you need to decide on you know a, a new markets to move into or a new product that you want to sell you'll be based on what has worked for you okay? and then you know when you combine that with other market research on you know, where the trends are going you know what kind of customers products are buying now you make far better decisions than just looking at oh my competitor is selling this type of dress now me too i want to sell this type of dress mm-hmm. you know so i think that's that's those are the key benefits of um, going digital. So I'll just summarise again: saves time, reduces errors, um, provides a rich experience for your customers, makes your business smarter, and um, you make you can make money asleep.
0: In <laughs> Interesting. Now, uh, some some people you yeah. know. Someone would most likely be thinking, with all of these, you know, benefits you've listed yeah. and all of the, you know, wonderful things you've mentioned, how really affordable is it to go with digital? Because it looks like when we actually have a lot of benefit yeah. and we speak a lot of English and we're like this is really, really good, you like they're like, ah oh, man, but what's the cost though? Yeah. Can can we really afford it? What exactly is the cost of going yeah. digital?
1: Again, um I think that, that depends on the process that you're you're trying to implement. Um, if you are um, a small business, maybe you just started, there shouldn't really be any cost. Um, you know, there there are many free platforms. Um, you know, Terminal being one of them that you can actually leverage and you know just just upload your products and you know sell on a very simple um, website. If you're a bigger organization you know, it could cost you millions of dollars to implement something as simple as a payroll system. Um, you know, so it, it really depends on, um, on the nature of your business and what processes you want to digitize. Hmm. Today, um, everyone knows about like, you know, things like a stack and, and these guys, but, you know, if you're going to, if you want to digitize your payments, it costs you nothing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. maybe if you're looking for something more bespoke, like, um, Uh, maybe like a tailored website that, you know, showcase your brand, then usually you have two options, right? Um, One, maybe you hire a professional um, and, you know, that could cost you anywhere between 50K to 2 million naira or even more, depending on, you know, what you you want that professional to do for you and, you know, how many requirements you have for the processes they're going to digitize.
0: So the person Um, actually builds it from ground up, Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you want like a bespoke solution, right? Um, these days, I won't even, if you're in the retail space, I wouldn't even advise you to go that route because mm. unless you're completely clear about what you want
0: mm. or you're just going to
1: leave it to that professional to provide that solution, that process can get very messy. You can spend mm. six to 12 months and you don't have your... Still nothing. Your product because, yeah, still nothing because someone is changing their mind about something or you know, there's just a lot of back and forth. So, what, for example, what we've done at Terminal, and also when you look at some other global e commerce platforms, is um, if you're someone that is a bit savvy with like, you know, these tech tools, you can actually go on the platform, uh, get a free um, premium template, customize it to your brand, you know, upload your logo, change the brand colors, put your images there, and basically put yourself online. And the only thing you'd have to pay is a small, you know, maintenance fee um, to, to maintain that website online. Um, obviously, the main benefits with using our platform is, you know, we're, we're built for businesses here, right? So if you were to go on like Shopify, you'd be paying in maybe like $29 a month, which converts to right now about 15 k. A business, <laughs> you know, even convincing them to go online is hard enough, but when they have to pay 15K every month <laughs> before sales, that's that's even like, that becomes more of a conversation, right? So, mm. for us, you're looking at between five to nine thousand naira, and the fact that you're paying in naira means you're protected from looking for forex and you know changing exchange rates and, and all that. So, I think the cost varies, but for retail, um, if you're a small business, um, you can actually start on Terminal for free as well, and there, there are many other platforms that will, you know give you access for free. Um, but, you know, if you want something more bespoke, then you have to think about um, and it's
0: paying something. Huh. Now, if, if a business owner doesn't want to go digital, you know, they just want to stay where they are, what's mm-hmm. you know, there? What's what's the consequence? Like, are you? can't yeah. I just exist like this, maybe from now to the next 10 yeah. years? I mean,
1: no, you can't actually. Uh, and this is where people, <laughs> I mean, whenever I have this conversation, they will start arguing with you, you know, telling you how, Oh, Nigerian customers! You know they don't. Um, we, are they don't we are not there yet.
0: Yeah, we are not there yet. That kind of conversation, there. yeah.
1: You you already pointed out. Um, there's there's only one. There's only one result. It's dark. It's spooky. <laughs> it's um. It doesn't make sense now because it's a slow process, right? Um, and and the simple thing that will happen to you is you lose your competitive. When a business loses their competitive advantage the knock-on effects of that are so many. You lose new customers, your money reduces, and eventually you will die out, right? If you don't go digital. And I'll tell you why. Um, when you look at what has happened, let's, let's even stick with e-commerce now because I guess reaching out to, there, there are a lot of sectors, right? But when you look at what has happened with commerce around the world, right? In developed countries, even um, you know countries like India, Brazil, e-commerce has become commerce, right? There's there's no differentiation. When you look at a platform like Amazon, um, Amazon now is commerce. It's not seen as e-commerce in the US anymore, right? That is going to happen here, (laughs) you know, by the slower process, like, but the culture is going to change. And if you think about um, what's going to happen five or 10 years from now, and you know that that change is coming, the best thing you can do for yourself is to start to prepare for it. Um, you know, um, I don't know, you, you probably know Peter Thiel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he has this popular saying that if you're going to innovate in like a developing um, economy, you don't really have to do something new, right? You literally have to look at what's happened in the developed world, um, obviously look at your current environment, study the trends, and come up with solutions to meet that trend, um, you know, in the next five or 10 years. So for businesses now, you know that customers in the future are going to be more savvy, um, you know, navigating online platforms. They're going to be, you know, if, if someone is looking for where to buy shoes or clothes, they're going to be going to massive information uh, resources like Google. And if you have no digital footprint, you'd be left out like you, you won't, you won't be part of that new, those new customers that are entering the market, right? Your business would slowly decay and you just die out. You know, the perfect example is <laughs> you, you remember Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Blockbuster v. Netflix, right? Blockbuster. Uh, if, if you're not an old head like me, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Blockbuster in the nineties was this, um, popular movie rental platform. You know, you go in there, you'd rent DVDs mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, you go to your house, watch your DVD and, and all that. In the 90s, this worked, right? Because nobody was watching anything online, right? Um, around the early 2000s, um, a, a lot of content started becoming available online. I remember this website called Megavideo, where we used to watch movies in like 2009. Somehow, it never occurred to the people at Blockbuster to study this trend of how the content that they were pushing through their hundreds of stores around the US was suddenly going online, and people were accessing this for free. Um, And so over time, it was a slow process, (laughs) but they had lost their competitive advantage at that point in the early 2000s, right? It didn't seem like that because many people were still coming into the stores, right? Fast forward another couple of years, Netflix launched, and then again, other streaming platforms came into the picture, and by, I'm not even sure what year, they, they completely went bust, But by then, Netflix was already, you know, doing serious growth numbers and they were out of business. So there are many other examples of this, you know, Motorola, BlackBerry, Nokia. It it just comes from not, um, you know, studying what's happening in where your market is moving and which, which comes from data and, you know working to serve those, those customers in the future It's something that is always going to happen. You know, you always have to do this. So it's business is not static. So yeah, if you're not thinking about going digital, yeah, that's, that's the bad news for you. Um, you can argue about it all you want, but you know, I, I, I really think that's, that's, that's what's going to happen.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, digital is way more than just, um, you know, marketing on the internet and maybe sharing a few posts on social media to say, yes, you know, we're there now, we're trending on social media, hashtag this or that. It also goes beyond, you know, just receiving payments, uh, digitally, uh, only and saying, you know what, I no yeah. longer transact business, um, or have physical transactions, right? I, I do the whole pay online, pick up via logistic company and all. Well, the, the main point is, do you really know what your customers want? Do you know the data that is driving yep. your business? That is the major, exactly. uh, um, discussion. Thank you very much Namdi, for this very enlightening and insightful conversation. It was really, really good, um, having you on this platform.
1: Great, thanks, Sony. Um, I've, I've actually enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on Africatechradio.com.